everyone. Welcome back to the Entry Level Podcast, where we talk about entry-level experiences in many forms. Careers, relationships, business, side hustles, money, travel, and more. We believe if you're always learning and growing, then you will always be entry-level at something. I'm Sarah Dudley, and I'm here with my co-host, Lindsay Bernard. This week, we have two guests, Lindsay Taig and Justin Bordeaux, to talk with us about their new venture, the 904 Collaborative, why they started it, and the impact that they hope to have on their community. Lindsay and Justin are both creative visionaries with extensive marketing and leadership backgrounds. They are intensely dedicated to creating a movement and culture which lives and breathes collaboration, innovation, and authentic leadership. So we're going to talk with them today about their entrepreneurial journey. So Lindsay and Justin, can you share a little bit about your background and how this came about? And welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Welcome. Yes. Thank you so much, guys, for having us on. We're super excited to share our concept and vision for the 904 Collaborative. I'll just try to keep this as short as possible. So I'm a multi-passionate creative visionary. I'm a marketing and branding strategist, a New Yorker turned Floridian and proud founder (laughs) of the 904 Collaborative. I recently stepped into my calling of teaching passionate entrepreneurs, visionaries, and leaders how to leverage their unique message, influence for impact, and lead with purpose. So I have a fierce passion for authentic leadership, disrupting the status quo and creating a legacy. On the heels of a layoff, I finally decided to only pursue what sets my soul on fire. I actually started my career in the staffing world. Uh However, for the last decade, I have been freelancing and working for startups in the tech space, developing marketing strategies, social campaigns, managing brand ambassador programs, and launching new products and services in the local market here in Jacksonville. Throughout my career, whether it be in corporate America or startups, I started to notice a common theme of gaping holes in leadership. As a creative visionary, we imagine a utopian future, and then we get to work to create it. So Justin and I actually met through a local foodie group on Facebook. <laughs> and, <laughs> and through our conversations, we actually learned that you know we share a lot of the same passions, drive, and visionary DNA. Um, you could definitely say that Justin was the match that lit the flame of passion, which has spread like wildfire over the last few months. So with that, I will pass it over to Justin. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you for having us on. It's definitely been a wild ride. As Lindsay said, it is definitely a huge passion of ours, you know, kind of to come together. So we started by collaborating our own ideas. And my career started as a graphic designer. And then I wanted to start a design firm. And then I started a few other businesses from a video game company and magazine and things like that. And after I've sold those businesses, I kind of took kind of the Sigma role in helping other tech and creative brands kind of reestablish where they were going, kind of some rebranding, re-strategizing, coming in, cleaning house and getting them back on track. So I kind of taken a back step. And over the years, I was always on this huge journey of my own self-growth. And one day I was driving and I asked myself, just like, what are you insanely obsessed about? You know, if it's not cars, what else is it that you really get fulfillment out of? And for me, it was just one word, it was growth. And if it's not my growth, it's other people's growth. You know, yeah. one of the biggest things I love seeing people have is just a smile on their face. There's something about being able to see someone else happy and you know you had some aspect in that happiness. You know, 
And as Lindsay said, it's just, I've spent a long time in my life, my career, kind of lighting them the fire for other people, kind of pushing them off the ledge a little bit. My friends like to call that stirring the pot. Yeah. <laughs> they like to call what you said, stirring the pot, just to throw that out there. But you know, keep going. <laughs> yeah, stirring the pot. I mean, that's, that's perfect because that's kind of what it was. And we can't stir our own pots all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've had a firm belief that it's going to come down to the biggest amount of change that I wanted to make in the world. I needed to find somebody that same kind of drive, ambition, and fire for a change that was equivalent. And, you know, being a creative, you know, there's that entrepreneurial spirit that I've always had. It's been in my family for generations. I was like, you know what? I need to find something. And, you know, it's going to come across to me in the most weird way. I knew this. And lo and behold, on a food group, I met Lindsay. Yeah. And then we sat and had coffee. And then the idea just kind of just, I was like, you know what? Let's not waste any more time. Let's just get this going. Like we had nothing ready. And so we just put something down on paper. We committed to it. And next thing you know, we had our first event. Yeah. So wait, I, I have to jump in because before we kind of get to the actual vision and things for the company. So we've had a lot of people on the podcast and we've talked to a lot of people that we talk a lot about just the connection you make with people that you work with or just people that you kind of, you know, instantly that they're the type of people that you can fight in business wise, friendship wise. And so I was hoping maybe before we actually get into what you guys created, can you talk a little bit about just that first meeting you had and how you like just a little bit about that, the energy, how you knew that this was going to work? Sure. I'll just chime in real quick. So I would say, I mean, you just know sometimes yeah. when you meet people and you know that when you share, you know, your vision and ideas and they can see you lighting up from that. Yeah. And then, you know, the other person lights up from that. It's like, whoa, okay, we are on the same page here. Mm -hmm. So I instantly felt that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you come across people and when you're vibrating at a certain level, you ask yourself, and it's really a reflection of yourself too. And you ask that question is, can this person's level of crazy ambition match mine? Mm -hmm. And as the conversation just kind of just went on, it just revealed itself. Yep. And it was one of those where conversation was just, it was always the next challenge. Like, okay, what's the next logical step? What's the next challenge? So I would ask something, she would ask something. And instead of a devil's advocate coming to play, that's not possible. We said, okay, that's possible. That's possible. What's next? What's next? So it was a constant, okay, I'm going to beat you here. I'm going to beat you there. Let's just make this happen together. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And like Lindsay said, it's interesting to hear how creative minds come together like this. Like the fact that you guys met in a food group. I love that. Like you never know where you're going to find people who are like-minded and on the same page as you and branching out into new spaces is apparently an opportunity to do that. So totally love that. Let's talk a little bit about where you guys see this going. You know, you found each other, you got together, you started brainstorming and thinking and started this collaborative. Where do you guys see it going? What's the vision? Yeah, and also the vision, but also just to take a step back, maybe just for our listeners who haven't been to your website or learned about it, maybe just like from when you guys met, where it started and where the vision took you so they can just understand kind of how it started as well. Absolutely. And I can also share with you guys what our actual unique value proposition is as well to, to give people a more clear kind of definition of what it is. Awesome. Yeah. So what started out as monthly events. And the one thing with that too, is that we really wanted to drive home to people that this is not another boring networking event. Like we're not just getting a bunch of people in a room together the to drink. sell their services or products together. 
Yeah, that too. <laughs> we're not focused on that. You know, we're here to collaborate with each other, learn from each other, support each other, things like that. So basically, the 904 Collaborative is a creative think tank designed to impact, inspire, educate, and support creators, visionaries, and leaders in the 904 through the art of collaboration. We want to take the energy in the room and we want to transform it into a movement of giving value to gain value. Like I said, what started out as events is going to evolve into something much more than that. And we really want to include, you know, like a movement of sorts in terms of that. So my vision was to curate a one of a kind experience for our members. And we eventually see ourselves in a physical space, a brick and mortar, because we really feel that bringing the energy together, it only makes sense to have our own space. Because right now, that's the challenge is always finding the best place to bring people together. And me personally, when I want to get creative, what I've realized about me, and I know this is true for a lot of people, your environment is very, very important. It's almost a catalyst for that. Mm -hmm. So we really want to create a space, not just any space, but a space where people can go and get lit up the way that we do about what we're creating. It's funny. I can definitely tell that you've worked in tech before because that's what startup tech companies try to create that comfortable atmosphere as well. So I think that it's interesting you brought that to your company now. Definitely, definitely. And so with that, I'll just share a little bit more. I don't know if Justin wants to chime in as well, but yeah, you know, with that space, it's going to be very, very event focused because that's really how the concept came to be. So we want to include all types of collaborative and interactive events, such as creative brainstorming sessions, motivational talks, lecture series, workshops, and so much more. And then in addition to that, we want to also offer consulting services to organizations that need help with branding and marketing strategy, creative problem solving, and maybe even collaboration, you know, once we become experts on it, (laughs) so to speak. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And when we talk about ourselves as the think tank, you know, it's not just hiring our own staff. It's actually reaching into our collaborative community, other professionals, because to be a part of the Nine of Collaborative, it's a group of established professionals or entrepreneurs that actually have a lot of value to give. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've really focused all this off of is that our first conversations came down to, okay, what kind of value can we give back? Really looking at where's my purpose and what can I give? What can I do? And I asked myself the same thing. And we are looking heavily into continued education. That way people can uh, constantly just improve themselves, improve their business, switch their mindset. If they're trying to get to that next level, you know, maybe there's a blocker. What is that blocker? Is it a technical aspect? Is there someone they need to be introduced to? Is there a new idea, a new approach on how they're going to get there? You know, this idea started out as just an idea and then essentially went to a napkin and then it just kept going. We just kept adding on to it. Sorry, I just wanted to say is action. That's the difference between something that's an idea and something that actually comes to fruition. And what I will say is that Justin and I have put massive action. And the really cool thing about he and I's dynamic is that we complement each other so well. Like all the things that I don't feel I'm good at or don't even really want to try to attack, (laughs) he is good at. (laughs) So I think this is great. And um, full transparency, I spent a couple years working in San Francisco and I feel like things like this were kind of starting, but nothing like as concrete as what you guys are talking about. And Justin, you answered some of my questions I had when Lindsay was talking, but 
it sounds like, so your requirement is like, in order to be a part of the 904 Collaborative, you need to make sure that you're either a subject matter expert or you're going to be giving back to the other people in the room. However, do you ever look for certain meetings or sessions or workshops with a certain type of experience? I guess like a theme of the workshop, or is it always kind of you want just people to come up with different ideas to bounce whatever idea off people? Like, I guess that's my, like, is it set in stone or is it, do you like when there's all different types of discussions? Well, that's the beautiful thing about this is that we're just not a room of graphic designers, web designers and marketers. We're a room of entrepreneurs and creative professionals. Okay. And, you know, kind of going back to our vision is that this whole thing is built by professionals and we're kind of in the middle of developing new programs that are for different tiers. So if you are a young professional, and you actually want to attend some mastermind classes, we're actually whirling out and figuring out a kind of mastermind program that involves different echelons. You know, we have a member, she's a professor, and she's got her PhD, and she also does public speaking. And we know that's an important skill set for entrepreneurs, especially creatives, because having a creative kind of open up and talk can be difficult, you know? Definitely. And so we're offering a lot of different verticals that kind of cater to every little improvement that can be done. And that in itself is collaboration. And that's why I'm so passionate about this in general is that, you know, my friend that is a communications professor, she can come and provide value on her zone of genius, but she can also come and learn something from someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody's kind of promoting each other. You know, typically when you join groups, it's like there's the people that are running it and they're always the hosts and they're always, you know, up on stage on a pedestal. And that's not how I want it to be. Even when I start doing more speaking engagements and stuff like that, like I like to be more interactive. I like to involve everybody. I don't like to stand up there and be like, listen (laughs) to me, you know, everything I say so important, blah, yeah. blah, you know, like I feed off the energy of groups. And that's like, the, that was a driving force behind this whole idea was like, the biggest gap that I see in entrepreneurship is having a group of people at your disposal to tap into, you know, isolation is a real, real issue among entrepreneurs. And I just don't see that that as it shouldn't be that way. Nope, I agree. Yeah, definitely. I think you nailed it totally when people start kind of going off on their own. And like, how do they have these communities? And I hear stories, I feel like frequently of people who continue to be lifted by the communities that they involve themselves in, whether it's a mastermind or collaborative or or some kind of group. To have even one person believe in you and what you're doing and your idea. And that's how like we want to attract people too, is like, hey, you may have this idea. Like it's happened to me over the last decade. I've got ideas all the time and I'm like, oh no, I can't do anything with that. Or, you know, I just don't have anyone to bounce that idea off of. And so having this type of dynamic to me, like I'm creating what I want to see in the marketplace, what I know is going to help me and help others in the process. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's a really good, Sarah, we should use that. (laughs) That's a really good, doing what you want to see. That's really good. And (laughs) I was just going to say, yes, Sarah probably wants me to move to Florida and join your group because she gets sick of me uh, bouncing my ideas off of her (laughs) all the time. No, that's funny. Oh, that's awesome. I'll text anyone that will listen to me and say, like, how do I retire when I'm 35? Listen to all my ideas, you know? (laughs) So we'll see. That's true. That's true. So this has been great to hear a little bit of like the backstory of how it came about. And Lindsay, you talked a little bit about how you guys work so well together because you kind of balance each other's strengths and weaknesses. Have you guys encountered at all as you've been growing this? 
we talked a little bit in the past about like imposter syndrome and this feeling of, like you said, it's all about action and taking that action forward. Do you ever feel sometimes like you're kind of out of place or you had a failure or something that set you back that makes you question what you're doing? Or is your vision so strong that you haven't felt that yet? For me, I'm going to definitely answer this. Like, <laughs> I've failed enough. And I believe that, yeah, if you have this thing ticking in your head that you have to be successful, you have to do it. There is no other option. If you're going to fail, fail. Just get back up and keep going. You know, as a kid growing up, I got hit with a baseball so many times crowding home plate. And I learned that you're going to get hit. And I believe that to be the one thing that I want to be and to see the thing that I want to see in other people, I really have to embody that full force. Yep. And that means doing anything I can. That means pushing myself to growth, to take the absolute courage to just do it. And, you know, my friends describe me as the crazy one because I'm going to go ahead and try it. You know, I, I'm going to do it. And if you tell me it's not possible, I'm going to see if it is possible. I think that with the imposter syndrome is that I already know that I don't have all the answers. I know that. And I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm also perfectly okay with not getting it perfect or getting it right or getting a home run. If this fails miserably, and that's an if, if it did, I would be okay with that because we would pick back up. We would rebalance where we needed to mm -hmm. and we'd go again, you know, because the only thing with being a failure and failing is giving up yeah. and not constantly moving forward. So, I mean, with the imposter syndrome, it's that something that I describes ego is a belief in yourself. And if there's anyone that we can believe in, it's ourselves. Yeah. And as long as we continue to believe in ourselves, continue to push ourselves to be self-aware, you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I have negative self-talk days, but then I also stop and I meditate and I rebalance myself, but I embrace failing. I embrace the lessons to keep going, you know, because this is also new territory. And we believe that we've taken the model from different businesses and tried to figure out a way to blend them together cohesively and making something brand new. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, we don't know where this is going to go, but let's do it anyway, because we do know that there's a need. And from starting point several months ago to where we're at now, it has evolved 300 different times. But every time it's evolved, it's been something better, you know? I like what you said. I just wrote down about the positive and, you know, imposter syndrome. And it starts with the confidence in yourself, because I agree with that. I think even Sarah, when we did our episode, we talked a lot about self-doubt. And I think that what you're building here is really, and I agree with you, it's really needed because especially when you're working with other professionals, there's a level of respect I'm sure you get in these groups and these professionals who sign up to kind of be collaborative with you where sometimes like, you know, if my brother and I are throwing ideas and he says something to me and I'm busy, I'll be like, yeah, that idea sucks, you know? Yeah. And it's like rude for me to do that because he's trying to share with me an idea. And so I think what you're building is really great. And I was wondering, I don't want to get you guys too off topic, but can you talk a little bit about what some of the meetings have been or what some of your sessions have been? You know, like what's the vibe been? Like, how has it been received? Because I'm really interested. I think it's great. Yeah. So even with the events, those are evolving as well. Like I said earlier, we're not trying to be like your typical networking event. So we're not trying to be overcomplicated. We're still trying to stay somewhat simple as well. But just to kind of give you a rundown of the structure, I can even tell you about what our next one's going to be like. So obviously, you know, it starts with introductions. You know, we typically are going to go, like, I'm going to go through kind of a longer introduction to explain the vision to everybody and make sure that they're all kind of on board with what we're doing. And I will also say that the one kind of challenging aspect with this as well is 
the struggle to define it, I mean, Justin and I know what we're trying to do, but you know, some people may not always completely grasp it. But in terms of the structure of it, you know, beyond giving the introductions and going through the vision, you know, we let everybody else, of course, introduce themselves. And then we try to plan breakout sessions. So we're still kind of toying with that. But the way that I've kind of laid it out for this next event is that, you know, we're thinking of maybe going with a theme, you know, like vision as a theme, right? So getting everyone that's there to start thinking about their own vision and then giving them some kind of either discussion points or questions to answer in small breakout groups. And then another idea that we have is that we didn't do this at at the previous event yet. We're probably going to do it at this next one, but we're going to do what's called a hot seat. At least that's what we're calling it. And so we're either going to take a volunteer or we're going to pick somebody at random to sit in the hot seat and we're just going to like ask them questions. Mm. So, you know, we're going to pick their brain first, find out what their zone of genius is, whether they're a marketer, photographer, uh, you know, whatever their background is. The idea is that A, we want to learn about that person, but I really want to drive home with our members like... They need to get into a habit of asking really good questions Mm -hmm. because that, you know, that can be applied in any area of life. If you can ask good questions, you know, you can get further in life. So, yeah. Yeah, the hot seat gives an opportunity for people to pick the brain of that genius to kind of get any more information. Because one of the first events we had, we had a professional blog writer who's had a really successful business, really successful career helping other people. And he inadvertently kind of became the hot seat person in the meeting because everybody's gravitated towards him and the questions just kept unfolding. And the amount of knowledge that he dropped on the entire meeting was fantastic. Our next event, I believe we ended up doubling just after two events. Yeah. And we've had a lot of returns. and Yeah, it's a lot of people coming back. And that's how you know. That's great. Yeah. So you guys do a lot of local events. What about people who maybe aren't local to your area, but want to start thinking about kind of being the catalyst for innovation in their own lives, like businesses? What else can people do if they're not local to your area to start kind of activating this within themselves too? We're working on actually putting together um, some online courses that they could access through our website. Nice. That way they can access the mastermind either via video, download PDF. And then we're actually working on, you know, bigger vision is to position this to be able to open in other cities to have new leadership come up over there. You know, starting here in Florida with Jacksonville and then Tampa and then South Florida. Yep. And then who knows from there? You know, maybe Boston might right. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. That's a long-term vision. That's perfect. <laughs> we want to nail them down first. It's plausible. Let's do it. Exactly. Go big, right? Start small, then scale. <laughs> That's great. I love the vision. So can you guys, as we kind of wrap up here, this has been an awesome conversation. I know like it's extremely interesting to me and Lindsay too. Where can people learn more about you guys? Do you have a website, social media channels that people can find you? Yeah, social media and website. The website's going to be the 904collaborative.com. And same thing for our Instagram. And then we have a private group on Facebook as well. Great. So yeah, like Justin said, the 904collaborative.com will be live very soon. We have an Instagram that's active as well as a private Facebook group. So that's where people can apply. You know, if they're local, they can apply to join that group. And that's where we do most of our communications in terms of planning the events and making announcements and such. Perfect. This was great. Awesome. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation, guys. Thank you 
so much for coming on. Thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> I just really think what both of you said in different ways, it, this is something that's very needed. And I think this is productive and it, it'll go far. So I think you guys are doing a great thing. Thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you saying that. I mean, we've met with a few other like-minded leaders around our city and gotten the same feedback. So it really is helping to fuel our passion and our vision for executing this. Awesome. Good stuff. Yes. We fully support your vision. We love it here. <laughs> so thanks everyone for listening to this episode. You can find us on Instagram at Entry Level Podcast and please subscribe and leave us a rating and we will catch everyone soon. Thank you. Thanks guys. Thanks.